Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dave Leniger, and today we'll be talking about the early days of Remax, when the internet was just a distant dream and Xerox machines were cutting edge technology. Fast forward to the present, where artificial intelligence and the ever evolving digital landscape have reshaped our business entirely. Join me as we dive deep into the power of technology and how you can implement it in your business. We founded Remax in 1973. Technology was just getting started in the industry. For instance, the internet really didn't exist yet. The uh, marvel of the time was a uh, portable telephone that weighed about five pounds in a big block. Their uh, Xerox machines uh, consisted of uh, ammonia and uh, chemicals. You took a piece of paper and you slid it between two pieces of plastic. You stuck it in the hole and it would pull out a limp wet copy. There was no overnight mail. Long distance calling was very expensive. The technology was just getting started. Mid-70s, one of our broker's managers got an early version of the Apple computer. And uh, it was pretty fascinating to look at it and see the things it would do. And to me at the time, most of what it did was it created uh, accounting systems. We did have a IBM Selectric 2 typewriter and a self-correcting ribbon where you could backspace. Uh, we also had a, a typewriter that could make copies. You could individually name it, and then you could print the whole, what the rest of it was, and so you didn't have to type it every time. That changed so dramatically. You don't have to be the first person to embrace technology. Um, a lot of times there's a shiny thing out there, the thing that was fascinating about the technological revolution in the real estate industry was the prediction that technology would replace the real estate agent. And most technology companies were bragging about this for the last 45 years. Technology did replace certain businesses. Most of you people are too young to remember. 1973, we had call services. And so uh, when you turned your secretary off at 5 o'clock in the real estate office, you had a, a call receiving service that was usually a part-time housewife, a part-time college student that would man your telephones until midnight. And then they would say, sorry, the office is closed. Can I take a message from Mr. Lindiger? And you would take the message. When the voicemail first started coming out, I looked at it and said, that's a lot more efficient than part-time secretaries and receptionists. And when I told the agents about it, they said, I'm not going to have my customer talking to a, a telephone and talking to a machine. And I said, no, you'd rather have them talk to a human being that's going to get the wrong number anyway, and you've lost the lead. And the machine doesn't lose the leads. And lo and behold, within five years, 500,000 people that were working part-time for answering services were gone. With the Internet, we had the ability to go away from multiple listing books. Before the multiple listing books, we had multiple listing tear sheets. And so when the new listings would come out every Friday, you would receive a package in your office and it would say, pull out these 18 pages that are sold and insert these 18 pages that are new. And that was quite a hassle. The books came out, then you just got a new book every week. Once the internet came out, then you could have everything on the internet. Once the internet came about, you can put the listing on the internet within minutes and you can take it off within minutes. All you have to do is 
type in sold, and that way you're not getting any more calls on it. Yeah, you know, email is it's a godsend, and and it's it's the worst thing that ever happened to us, especially with spam mail. It used to be that uh, we got a lot of spam mail in, in the mail, but they had to pay fifteen or twenty or twenty-five cents in bulk mailing to send out mailouts plus the cost of the mailout. Now they can send a hundred thousand copies for nothing, and literally clog up everybody. When we approached technology, it was. Uh, is there a benefit to it? Uh, the technology companies kept saying every real estate agent needs technology. And uh, we would actually say, to be honest with you, every real estate agent needs leads. And at that point in technology, they did not create leads. They were a time-saving device like a secretary or an assistant or an executive assistant. Eventually, it did morph and did become a lead generating system. I was quite controversial in my stance on uh, technology. And at one point, I can tell you the, the date, it was December of 1998. And I was trying to fly a helium balloon into outer space and go around the world. And uh, we were trying to launch from Alice Springs, Australia. We'd spent three years of study, science, 1600 scientists involved in the task. And my satellite phone would not stop ringing. Just before I left for Australia, I signed a contract with a major realtor organization that would host Remax's own website. Lots of us had our own websites, but my unique concept was I wanted all the information from the MOS on Remax's website. I paid in the contract to do it. And all of a sudden, when the announcement came out, my competitors went stark raving crazy. They said, we're going to have our listings on Remax's site? That's not fair. And the people we signed the contract with were on the verge of being sued by everybody. And I'm arguing back and forth, it's the way the business is going to be. You can have all of our listings on your website. Now, that's what the customer wants. They want to go one place and find everything. In the next three or four years, all of a sudden, MLSs started publishing all the listings of all the companies on their website. So all of a sudden, the realtors got used to uh, the MLSs showing everybody's listings in the same place. I revisited, went back, I made a proclamation, and we worked hard. We signed up 700 and some MLSs, and we announced, effective tomorrow, we have everybody's listings on our website. This time... It was a different reaction from our competitors. Our competitors came out immediately and said, that is an awesome idea. As a matter of fact, we're in the midst of adding everybody's listings to our site too. So the general public got used to it being available. The realtors got used to, well, yeah, all of our information is together anyway. You had it in the MLS book, you could hand it to a customer. And so time's caught up with us. We started looking at some of our uh, other industries that we uh, were knowledgeable of. And we discovered that like the automobile industries all had satellite television networks. They were broadcasting via satellite to television sets in the various dealerships all over the United States. Uh, the latest information on marketing, the latest advertising campaigns, uh, the latest training videos on uh, how to show a customer all the things that uh, this automobile will do and how to use the various devices. And uh, we said, 
why couldn't you do that in the real estate business? Uh, we set a target up, got production companies, media companies together, uh, extensive budget, and every TV company we found and every media company we found said, this is a two-year project. And I said, no, it's not. This is going to be a five-month project, and we're going live broadcasting, and we're going to do it from the trade show at the National Association of Realtors. We worked our butts off. We built a studio, and we bought the booth space where the trade centers held for the meetings. And with center of the place, we bought like five, I'm sorry, 15 10 by 10 booths, built our own production studio, complete with cameras. We brought in paid professional newscasters that do news programs for uh, nightly news and so on. And it was the biggest hit. And we said, right now, we had magazines, we had TV guides, we had programs of what the uh, various training aspects were. We had this, uh, we just made a smash hit. By the end of the trade show, five or six days, over 30 of our franchise competitors had whiteboards and bulletins up that said, we too are going to have satellite television network in our offices. It was interesting that they all deflected that we were bringing all this free training into the offices. None of them ever did it. When they got into it, they found out how expensive it was and that we continued to lead the industry. Eventually, we discontinued satellite because the internet and live streaming. And so then we went to 24-hour service uh, on demand. Here are 200 and some training programs in the real estate industry. And you can get them in multiple languages. You can get them worldwide. And it really helped our international expansion. Technology can be an endless expense. And what is a great technology today can be obsolete in two years. AI is a quantum leap in uh, computer power affecting all aspects of uh, retail, sales, marketing, construction, etc. The machines are much more efficient than human beings are. And it's rapidly evolving. It's scary how fast it's evolving. But with the touch of a button, with all the data points you've got, that's pretty amazing. I'll give you an example. We have a computer program that we use extensively in Remax. We started using it about 10 years ago, and we're the biggest adopter of it. And it's a company that follows 160 various data points from every individual in a community. And how computers do it, I have no idea. But it will go through homeowners, and it will track Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. It will track statistics, pricing, job movements, etc. And all of a sudden, we come up with a program that is almost 80% accurate of who will list their house and sell it in the next six months. The accuracy is, is scary, and that's rudimentary. That's not even compared to what we're starting to see today. And you see the competitive advantage? If you can go through the neighborhood and you can pinpoint, you know, 80% of the people that are going to make a decision to sell their house sometime in the next six months, you can start working those houses in advance. You have a huge leap over the competition.
So artificial intelligence is incredibly important. and It'll be used every place. Uh, it's evolving so fast. It's the technology people are going to have to teach you about it. But uh, the failure to embrace it uh, is going to be disastrous. I've often heard the quote, you can't do today's business with yesterday's methods and expect to be in business tomorrow. And artificial intelligence is today's business changing to be in business tomorrow. We've had uh, 360-degree uh, listing videos on the Internet for many years now. Uh, it's expensive to do. You have to take a camera on a mount and put it in a room, and you let it do a 360-degree look. But then on the Internet, when you pull up the listing, you can push the room around to where you can see it. I have a, a company called Daddy's Chicken Shack, which is a new sandwich concept that uh, we're expanding throughout the United States. And we actually did that for our actual Daddy's Chicken Shack restaurants because we only have two open. Uh, we got 16 opening right now. And so to show anybody that's thinking about buying a franchise, they don't have to fly to Scottsdale to see the open prototype. We just put it on a computer form and they can at, at their will look around the different room. They can go in the kitchen. They can look at the burners. You can look at the fire protection system. You can look at the audience or the crowd that's coming in. And so I think AI will vastly increase that at a much less expensive cost. AI is a threat to the world. It must be harnessed properly. That's for people that are smarter than I am, but the threat exists that literally machines can mimic human beings so closely that we're going to, the future is, is bright, but the future is frightening. And the ability for uh, AI to mimic a voice or video or a person, you're not going to be able to tell what's real news and what's fake news. If you're a real estate agent, the thing to remember is, so far, nothing's replaced the agent. The real estate transaction is so much more technical than it was 50 years ago. When I started selling 60 years ago, we had a one-page form for an FHA offer, a one-page form for a listing. Today, they're 30 and 40 pages. All the things that we do today is so different. And so now more than ever, you need a trusted advisor who is a full-time experienced person that can protect your interests. I am very cautious uh, as an investor in investing in technology companies. Maybe if I hadn't been as cautious, I would have bought some amazing stocks at amazing prices. I, I kind of follow Warren Buffett's attitude, and that is I, I don't want to buy into something I don't understand. And that he understood railroads, he understood airplanes, he understood consumer products. He did not have the technical knowledge to understand Facebook right away. And so for me, I'm only going to go in things that I can understand or I can learn about fairly easily. Too old to teach this dog new tricks. And I think I've said this before. I used to think Remax agents were the best because they're the best trained, highest producers, uh, smartest. And we do prove it. Uh, our full-time agents outproduce other full-time agents over three to one. We've done, done very well. Darwin has been quoted as stating the strongest of the species survives. He never said that. The strongest of the species was the dinosaur. 
they're gone. The mosquito is still with us 500 million years later. And what he said was, the most adaptable of the species survives. In all of my interviews, when I'm interviewing for talent, I like to go into depth and say, talk to me about some of the problems you've encountered and what you had to do to adapt to those problems. I want to see how adaptable the individual is of overcoming new challenges. The rate of change is so rapid and so fast, you literally have got to be looking forward all the time. One of the problems with being an entrepreneur, we are attracted to shiny things. And the technology people bring us all this shiny stuff. you got to have this. This is going to change your life. This will save you money. This will get you uh, leads. This will do this. This will do that. And if you, if you don't stick with your knitting and get what you do done, you're going to be chasing everything. And so you got to find that balance. you got to have the sense of curiosity, but you got to have the uh, self-confidence that what I'm doing is good, and I don't have to embrace everything that comes. Thank you.